Do you have a creative business but are struggling to get enough customers or clients to actually make enough money to enjoy your business? Come join me for a free live planning workshop where I will share the roadmap to get more leads and more profits in your business without running yourself to the ground. If you started this year with good intentions but are not getting the results you want and need, you really don't want to miss this free workshop. Now, there won't be a replay, so you must show up live to join the training. Register now at nataliewalton.com forward slash roadmap. That's nataliewalton.com forward slash roadmap. The truth is that you really actually need to declare who you are at the start of your journey, despite the evidence that you might have right now. Basically, it's this idea of, you know, you've got to believe it until it's true. The problem is that we have so often decided on our identity unconsciously, and it's really shaped how we see ourselves. It's the foundation of the limits that we create for ourselves and the rules that we live by, which are so often unconscious. We don't even realize that we have them. Welcome to Imprint, a podcast about creating a home and life you love. I'm Natalie Walton, an interior designer, stylist, and best-selling author focused on an holistic approach to homes. Each week, I'm sharing insights and interviews about the creative process to help you enhance both your interiors and well-being, as well as provide you with the tools and resources to make considered and sustainable choices with all that you create. Hello everyone and welcome to Imprint. Today I am continuing the series of sharing some of the biggest lessons that I've learned on my creative journey. And today is a big one. It is all about really the steps that you need to take to create the life that you want. And that might seem like a really sort of big goal and how on earth do you do that? Or that seems almost impossible. But um, I want to share with you five questions that you can ask yourself to step into your new identity, to step into the life that you want. So if you are ready for change in your life, you are going to find this episode really valuable. Yesterday, we spoke about three transformative mindset shifts that every creative needs to take. So if you want to listen to that episode, go and listen to episode 120. It's in many ways a companion piece to that or to this lesson or this episode, I should say. Um, And today I really want to step you through the journey to creating a new identity, which is really how you become the best version of yourself. It's how you create the life that you really want. Because what I found is that the journey to creating the business and life that you really want is all about knowing and understanding how to integrate a new identity for yourself. And if you know how to do this, you can get so much more clarity about who you want to be and where you want to go. It's really at the foundation and the core to creating the life that you really want. But there are levels of identity that you often need to move through. And that's what we're going to talk about today, because so much of becoming a creative or building a creative business is about the evolution of who you are. 
And the clearer you can get on this, the more wind you can put in your sails to propel yourself and your business forward. So today I'm going to take you through the steps that you need to take to create a new identity and five questions that are really powerful to help you move forward towards that. First of all, let's get clarity on how we create our identities. With my own personal journey, it's really been a process of stepping into new identities and new beliefs about myself. I know certainly at the start of my journey, I really struggled to consider myself a writer. And then it was really trying to find that, you know, courage to call myself a stylist and an author. And now even, you know, an entrepreneur. I mean, even if I say that, I still feel a little bit awkward. And if people ask me what I did, I would deflect and almost kind of mumble my response and brush it off. And to be really honest, I still struggle with this today because I don't really like attention. I'm definitely an introvert. And so stepping into a new identity on Instagram for me was really challenging. I had to make an intentional choice to do this. It was basically after I released my first book, I put so much of my heart and soul into creating my first book, which is called This Is Home, The Art of Simple Living. And I had very much been the type of person that even though I'd been on Instagram for a long time, I never shared photos of myself. I never shared, showed up on Instagram. It was very much just sharing little snippets of, you know, sourcing and, you know, some of my favorite shops and those types of places. And I realized that if I wanted this book to be a success, you know, if I wanted to have the type of career that I wanted, that I needed to start showing up. And I really had to kind of take a deep breath and, you know, step forward into this new identity and put myself out there. And it was really challenging. But once I did that, I actually kind of got out of my own way. I got over myself quite quickly and I realized what was I so worried about? What was I so stressed about? And it just, I realized that, you know, this is just part of the process of, you know, promoting a product or a service and, um, and nobody cares about it as much as what I care about it. So, you know, that is something really helpful for you to think about if you're struggling to step into this next version of yourself. But it has been definitely integral to my growth and my evolution as a creative. So today I want you to understand how you can create your own identity and, um, you know, and how you've done it up until now, because of course it's so wrapped up in your beliefs and how you can create a new identity, the person that you want to become. So let's get some clarity on what an identity is and why it's so important. Your identity really is how you define who you are, and it can relate to your memories, your experiences, your relationships, your characteristics, your social roles. You know, if you're a mother, father, a parent, you know, if you belong to a particular religion, um, you know, that can define your identity to a big degree for some people. And what you really believe about yourself, it's often the unconscious thoughts that you have about yourself too. So let's have a little look at some, you know, examples of how this can show up. It can relate to um, the rules that you create for yourself. For instance, you know, 
if you don't eat meat, if you're a vegan, or maybe if you don't drink alcohol or you don't have sugar, you know, that can be a huge part of your identity. Or if your health is really important to you, um, whatever it is, you know, there are so many different ways that this can show up and how you define yourself. It can relate to your relationships, you know, if you're you are a mother or if you are a daughter or, um, you know, the type of mother you are or how you choose to prioritize your time with your partner, you know, the type of relationship you have with your partner. It can relate to what you value value in relation to money, you know, what you will or won't spend your money on. I mean, that is such a personal choice and it certainly can be very much wrapped up in people's identity. I mean, you think of so much about when people buy particular clothes that have branding on them and it's kind of like the brand name is on the clothes or on the handbag or on the shoes and how much um, that is tied to people's sense of identity, you know, that they're the type of person that likes branded clothing and other people go completely the opposite way. They don't want to wear, you know, clothes that have any type of branding on them. So, you, of course, it relates to your identity, relates to how you dress, how you spend your spare time and on the weekends, you know, and even who you choose to become friends with. There is no right or wrong answer when it comes to, you know, how you identify yourself. Instead, it's about understanding that identity that you've created, you know, and why, why have you created that identity and, and what is the foundation of that? Now, um, you also need to, you know, really think about this in terms of questioning the beliefs, because the reason is that the beliefs that you create, create the you know, feelings that you experience and the actions that you take, and then they show up in the results that you get in your life. So, you know, there's this kind of chain effect that happens in relation to the beliefs that you have, and we're going to break those down. So just take a moment to think about, you know, what you believe about yourself. It's really important to know because many of the times our beliefs are created early on in our lives and we hold on to these. They're kind of like a, a backpack that we carry around with these ideas and thoughts that we have about ourselves. And, um, and we just carry them around with us. And sometimes we don't even realize that we're carrying, you know, this baggage in a way and this story that we tell about ourselves. So, you know, really think about what is your current identity when it comes to who you are right now and the life that you want to have and the life and the home that you want to create for yourself as well. Um, you know, if I, for instance, was to really encourage you to call yourself a stylist or call yourself a creative business owner um, or an interior designer or an interior photographer, you know, maybe that's just a hobby for you right now, or maybe it's something that you're exploring or it's a side hustle or it's something that you would like to be. You would like to be a ceramicist. You want to be a designer of some sort, um, but you're not kind of, you don't feel like you're there professionally. Um, you know, what does that bring up for you? And this will really, of course, relate to where you're at on your journey right now. And really think, you know, do you feel a sense of resistance within yourself? If I was to say, you know, you should call yourself an interior designer or you should call yourself an interior stylist. If I suggest that to you, how does that make you feel inside? Um, because the truth is that you really actually need to declare who you are at the start of your journey 
despite the evidence that you might have right now. Basically, it's this idea of, you know, you've got to believe it until it's true. The problem is that we have um, so often decided on our identity unconsciously, and it's really shaped how we see ourselves. It's the foundation of the limits that we create for ourselves and the rules that we live by, which are so often unconscious. We don't even realize that we have them. You might say to yourself, you know, I'm not really, you know, I don't really see myself as a creative person. Um, that's certainly how I felt for many years. You know, I thought, you know, I'm not really good at art, you know, or drawing. Like I'm okay um, and I enjoyed it, but I'm not a really t naturally talented artist. I had a cousin, well, I still have a cousin who's an incredible artist. Like, you know, he would be sitting on the phone doodling and like he would just create the most amazing drawings while he was, um, you know, just, just sitting on the phone doodling, doodling in a notebook. Whereas I, you know, would enjoy drawing and I would have to look at a reference and I could kind of get something similar, but it was not like it didn't come naturally. And so I didn't feel like I was a creative person, but I, and I suppressed that for so many years, but it kept bubbling up to the surface until that kind of whisper got so loud that I knew that I had to take action. Otherwise I felt like I was going to live a life of regret. So, um, you know, for me, that identity informed how I showed up in my life in so many ways until I kind of reached that tipping point. You know, it showed up in the type of course that I chose for university. I mean, the first course that I enrolled in at university was economics. I mean, come on. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. Although, I mean, in fairness, I sort of thought, well, maybe I'll do marketing. And it's funny because marketing is so much of what I do as part of my, my job and my role right now. Um, but I enrolled in an economics degree and quickly realized that that was definitely not for me. You know, it showed up in the type of people that I hung around. Um, and, you know, initially when I was first out of school, you know, these were people who, you know, weren't interested. They just lived for the weekend. And I kind of knew deep inside that I didn't want to live for the weekend. I wanted to have the kind of job or do the type of work that was really fulfilling, that I really loved and that I didn't feel like I needed to kind of wait for Friday to tick around. And you know, it, this kind of identity that I had up until then of thinking that I wasn't a creative person, you know, it really made me make choices in terms of feeling, you know, safe and secure with a stable job, because that is what, you know, it'd been really um, infused in me from my parents in terms of the type of job or career that I should have. And so, you know, while there was part of me that kind of really loved the idea of having a more creative or artistic life, um, the thought of that really scared me. You know, I had all these beliefs about, you know, what that would look like and that it meant, you know, if I became a writer or if I kind of had a more kind of artistic or creative life that, you know, I would always be struggling financially and it would be the hard road. And, um, and so it was really hard for me to change those beliefs. And so I got to a point, though, like I said, that this sort of um, this, you know, I've been suppressing it for so long and then it just kept bubbling to the surface. And in the end, I had to make a decision and I had to make a decision to step into this creativity that I really wanted to live into, you know, because I did feel like, well, actually, I am creative. Maybe I'm not a painter or maybe I'm not somebody who is good at drawing but I am creative. And so 
taking that step towards first of all, you know, asking to style a photo shoot for the magazine. That was a huge step for me um, because that was a big part of stepping in to a new identity. And it scared me so much, but it was one of the best things that I've ever done. And then the next big step on my journey to, you know, stepping into this creativity was to then go freelance. I Nobody in my family had ever gone freelance. You know, my parents had had very secure and stable jobs. And so, this was like so scary for me at the time. And I didn't have any friends who were freelancers as well. So, you know, I was doing something that was counter to everything around me and all of the belief systems that I had and the belief systems of all of the people that I surrounded myself with. And so that was a really big leap. And, um, but, you know, I did step into that identity, but, you know, and I did it in a safe way. And I do believe that you can take these small steps that do feel comfortable and that don't feel overwhelming for you, um, to create that new identity. And when I did this, it really helped me find my purpose. It really helped me step into the life that I wanted to live. And for so long, I knew that I wanted to really feel like I was making a contribution, but it was only when I stepped into my new identity as a creative that that was possible. So I'm sharing my story and my journey um, because I want you to think about what beliefs are coming up for you. What are you currently telling yourself that is stopping you from becoming the next version of yourself. You know, maybe some, these are some of the beliefs that you have that you're thinking, you know, I'm not good at making decisions or, you know, I don't feel confident putting myself out there on Instagram or social media. Or maybe you think, you know, what if I put myself out there and nobody likes what I do? Or what if I can't get any clients? Or, you know, what if my creative business idea doesn't work out? These are thoughts that we have but we make them statements. We make them the foundation of our identity. And so today I wanted to share that if you want to become the best version of yourself and live the life that you truly want, you know, that life that you want deep down inside, if you're being really honest with yourself, you have to take a step into the new identity of the person that you want to become. And I want to step you through the process of how you can do that, of how we can create our identity. So first of all, you need to understand, you know, how do we do this? How do we form these identities, these belief systems that become so entrenched in our lives? The first step that, you know, we kind of go through is relation to our experiences. And we, what we really do is we create unconscious beliefs based on our experiences. So think about the experiences that you've had in your life and how they've shaped what you believe about yourself. Now, these experiences can relate to where you were born and grew up, your parents and their careers and the life that they lived and the choices that they made in their life, they made in their lives. This can relate to um, the amount of money that your family had or didn't have, you know, how you did at school in relation to your marks or your grades or, you know, even the type of school that you went to the types of relationships you've had, you know, your friends, your partner, husband, wife. Um, and we start to use these experiences as the language to describe our beliefs about ourselves. You know, we start to say things like, you know, I'm not very good with money or I'm not talented enough. And what happens is that we use these thoughts as a safety mechanism to stop ourselves from even trying. 
So like I said, step one relates to our experiences and what we then start to believe about ourselves based on those experiences. The second step that we go through to create our, you know, our current identities is the, it relates to the thoughts that we have, you know, the experiences that we have in our lives starts to create our beliefs, which are based on our thoughts. So um, the beliefs that we have as part of our identity, you know, they start with our experiences and we imbue them with unconscious meaning, which is basically our brain's way of keeping us safe. So, you know, people, you might start to think, you know, like people, these are the thoughts that you might start to have. And these are the thoughts based on your experiences and your beliefs. So you might start to think, you know, people don't like what I create or, you know, I'm not very good at X, Y, Z or my home is boring or it's bland or, you know, I don't know what to do or I'm just not talented or I don't want to be judged. And this is actually one that I really had to unearth. It wasn't, it definitely wasn't a conscious thought, but um, I know for me that this idea of not wanting to be judged, I think that this is what held me back from sharing so much on Instagram, you know, when I was first starting out on my creative journey. And it's really your primitive brain's way of keeping you safe. But you need to engage with your high functioning part of your brain to move into the identity that you really want for your life and this identity that will help you create the life that you want. So the third step relates to your feelings. And um, basically, you need to gather evidence to support your belief. So um, this is this kind of dynamic between your feelings and your, and the facts. So there is part of our brain called the reticular activating system. And basically what this is, is it constantly looks for evidence to confirm your biases or to confirm your beliefs or to confirm the thoughts that you have about yourself. And so um, what can happen is it really looks for that evidence. Like one of the classic ways to think about this is your, you know, like the red car syndrome, or if you have, you know, if you have like, I've got a mini, a little mini car. And so I, um, you know, I spot minis all the time. Whenever I see, like, I notice them all the time. My kids play Spoto in the car. I don't know if you can, you have children and if they do this, but, um, you know, whenever they see a yellow car, they always yell at Spoto. So now I always notice yellow cars. And so what happens is if you believe something about yourself, you know, if you believe that you're not good at something, your brain will start to look for evidence to support these beliefs. The fourth step is that, um, then you start to then get those results in your life. And that's when you start to believe that these thoughts are facts. And you really, you know, you start to sort of say, well, you know, yes, of course, because um, of course I'm not very good at this because, you know, like I never get compliments about this or like, I don't know, you will just start to kind of look for evidence and then believe these thoughts are facts. And um, you will spend your days and your time looking for evidence to support the story that you've created about yourself and that you've told about yourself. Now, two of the greatest growth experiences that you can have in your life to evolve as the next version of yourself is becoming a parent and also becoming an entrepreneur. And they, these experiences, basically, they put you in situations where you have to really challenge your beliefs and when you do, you can basically become the next version of yourself. So this is an exercise um, that you can take, you know, 
Think about what comes up for you as a resistance when I imagine you to imagine the following scenario. So for instance, you know, if I was to say, go out today and style a space in your home, create a video and put that on Instagram. If I was to encourage you to do that, what resistance comes up for you? Or if I was to say, go and write an email to a potential client, you know, pitching yourself as your services for work. Or if I was to say, you know, I really want to encourage you to invest in your education um, and your creative journey, or I really want to encourage you to um, invest in getting an assistant or spending money on making your um, creative business, you know, grow. What comes up for you as the resistant? You might think, well, you know, yes, I'd love to be able to kind of style a space in my home and share it on Instagram, but, but I'm not ready yet. Or maybe, you know, with one of those other scenarios, you might think, but I'm not, you know, I don't have the money or I'm worried what people will think. I'm worried about being judged. These thoughts, these belief systems and stories that you're telling yourself are what we're going to explore today. Because whatever belief that you have, you need to shift that to become the next version of yourself and step into a new level of identity. So imagine if I was to say to you, you know, like, go out, create a website, detail your services, and I want you to kind of go and get a thousand no's, um, which means like, you know, pitch yourself on Instagram, send an email out, create a newsletter, you know, create an email list, um, go and ask people in your community. And I want you to get a thousand no's, which is basically, you know, there's this idea in business that um, you need to put yourself out there so many times to be able to then start to get the yeses. And every time you get a no, you learn something about the step in the process, something about yourself, something you can improve, and you're getting closer towards getting those yeses. So what comes up for you if I was to say you need to go out there and get a thousand no's? Um, what is the resistance that comes up for you? You know, maybe you don't think it's possible, although you're not ready yet. And really play with this idea to test out what comes up for you, because you need to work on these beliefs and reframe them if you want to go to that next level on your creative journey. So some of you may think, you know, I'm already doing that, but you know, or like, I don't have a problem with that. Like I'm already sort of, I've got my email list or I'm sharing on Instagram or I'm, you know, doing the videos and all of the things. Um, and that's because you're already at that level with your identity, but you need to think, well, what's the next level that you need to go to? Because you need to keep growing and keep evolving to have the success that you want. So how do you reframe your beliefs and go to that next level with your identity? The goal of this episode is to share, you know, the five steps that you need to take and five questions that you can ask yourself to step into this new identity and to create this change in your life so that you can really create the life that you want. All right. Are you ready for this? All right. So the first step relates to um, this question of your experience and the experiences that you have. So I want you to ask yourself, what is the foundation of the belief that you've created? And like I said, you know, this is really looking at um, looking at your your beliefs through the lens of 
what you've experienced from your childhood, your relationships with money, your belief in relation to your talents and your, you know, your abilities. You know, so often we think these are facts. They're not. You need to really question the experiences and how these are the foundation of the beliefs that you have. The second step relates to creating new thoughts. So the question that you can ask yourself are, what are new thoughts that I can believe? Because you really need to reframe your beliefs and create new ones, despite the lack of evidence. Like I said, at the start of your journey, you really need to believe this, even if you don't have evidence for it right now. Even if, you know, like I said, the thousand no's, even if you're only up to number one, you know, you need to believe it, even though you're at the very start of your journey. The third step is you need to take intentional action to create new feelings. So the question that you can ask yourself is, how can I take intentional action to create new thoughts and beliefs? And the way that you can do this is you can journal on this, like, right, you know, like how you are, you know, great at styling or how you are creative or how you, you know, are capable of creating the kind of business that you want or the life that you want. And you you also need to declare it. I find it's really helpful to declare this on this podcast or on Instagram or in my newsletter, like declaring it publicly or sharing it with your friends and family, like declaring who you are. It's it's really confronting, but it's really powerful. So that is another way that you can do this. The fourth step that you need to do is you need to live into your new identity. And the way that you need to do this is in short bursts at the start of your journey. So the question that you can ask yourself is, what are some easy ways I can show up as my new identity? You know, ask how would that person that you want to be, how would they show up? Really kind of ask that future you, that future version of your identity, the one that you want to become. Like, what would they do? What questions would they ask? What steps would they take to become the person that you want to be? You know, if you want to become an interior stylist or an interior designer or, you know, like the best in your field at something like you really need to start living into that identity and taking these short bursts towards that identity and really asking your future self, like, what have they done? What steps have they taken in their journey? Like, what have they invested? You know, which um, groups or communities have they become part of? You know, who have they surrounded themselves with um, to become this best version of themselves? And the fifth question or the fifth step is that you really need to reinforce your new identity by gathering more evidence. And so the question that you can ask yourself is, how can I continue to act in alignment with my new identity? So you really need to take consistent action, keep taking action, go up to those thousand no's because you will start to gather more and more evidence so that you that belief that you have about yourself can become a fact. Wow. So that is a lot that I have gone through to really help you grow into this new identity, this new version of yourself. And I know for myself that one of the most powerful ways that I have done this is to really invest in my education, invest in my learning, surround myself with people who really have the similar thoughts and beliefs that I want to have. If you are ready to step into the next version of you, 
Enrollments for my course, the Styling Masterclass, are about to close. This is the last day that you can join. So if you're ready to take action and become this new person and, you know, this new version of yourself and take that step onto the next level of who you are, then I invite you to come and join the Styling Masterclass. Enrollments are open for one day only. This is the last day that you can enroll. So go to nataliewalton.com forward slash the styling masterclass. I am here and ready to guide you on this journey to becoming the next version of yourself and creating the home and life that you really want. So we're going to quickly just go over those questions that you can ask yourself. One is, um, what is the foundation of the belief that I've created about myself? Two are, uh, is what are new thoughts that I can believe? Three is how can I take intentional action to create new thoughts and beliefs? Four is what are some easy ways I can show up as my new identity? And five is how can I continue to act in alignment with my new identity? When you start getting good at this, you um, will then start to just move through these identities much more quickly. The first identity shift and identity change is the hardest. But once you've done that, you recognize that you, you know, you can see, um, you become more conscious of these beliefs and these thoughts that you create. And then you can become more conscious about creating more helpful thoughts to guide you on the journey to creating the home and the life that you want. So I hope that you have found this valuable. I would love to hear from you. If you have, please take a screenshot and share it with me on Instagram at Natalie Walton, or you can leave a review. Um, This is episode 121. If you found this episode valuable, would love for you to leave a comment in the review section um, and let me know or share it with somebody who you think is really ready to take that next step in their identity and they would find this super valuable. Um, Thank you so much for joining me. I hope you have enjoyed this series about some of the biggest lessons that I have learned on my creative journey and I hope it helps you and finds you where you're at right now and gives you the tools, the questions and the resources that you need to step into your best life and the life that you really want to live. Thank you so much. And I will connect with you again very soon. All of the links and info for this episode are at nataliewalton.com forward slash podcast. Don't forget to subscribe so that you can get a direct download of the latest episode. And I really appreciate when you take a minute to rate and review, as well as share the love with someone you know who might benefit from this episode or on social media. If you'd like to access a range of free resources, come visit my website, nataliewalton.com. Thank you to Jaeger Media for producing this podcast. And I would also like to acknowledge the people of the Bundjalung Nation where it was recorded and pay my respects to elders past, present and emerging. I look forward to connecting again soon. I'm Natalie Walton, and you've been listening to Imprint.